Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Nurse Talks Hockey. Alright, so, it is time to talk about the Eastern Conference Finals and what in the world is going on with the Lightning. For those of you who for some reason don't know how bad the Lightning have been playing, um, they've been bad. This is an embarrassing sight to see. Um, me being a Lightning fan... I don't like what I've been seeing from any of the Lightning players. There's been no positives lately, so yeah. Um, so when I did my Eastern Conference Finals prediction, I said Tampa Bay in 7. If it does go to 7, I think that New York takes it because they play really well at home. They have 7 home wins in a row. But it's getting to the point where I don't think this goes past 6. If the Lightning win... Um, their two home games, I think that the Rangers still take them out in six or seven. Unless Vasilevsky can step it up, his blocker isn't invisible. <laughs> if he can just play better. In the first game, he had a .824 save percentage. In the second game, he had a .893. Absolutely embarrassing numbers. In game two, he faced 28 shots. That should have been a win for the Lightning. Now, I will say... The refing has been abysmal this playoffs, and it doesn't help that um, they've <clears throat> helped the Lightning out a lot, and they've also hurt the Lightning, especially in this series. Um, and I'm also tired of hearing the New York Rangers bias from every single broadcaster, every single hockey news site that I go to. Every single major sports broadcaster is cheering for the Rangers because it's the Rangers, and the Rangers are going to make the NHL a lot of money if they win the Cup for the first time since, what, 1984? I don't care about what team wins as long as... I mean, of course I want my team to win, but I don't want to keep hearing about it. I don't... I hate hearing about the 17-0 stat. For those of you who aren't on Instagram, who don't follow at least one account related to hockey, Vasilevsky, before Game 2, had not lost a game after... He's won every game after a loss since <clears throat> um, the beginning of the 2020 playoffs. He was 17-0 and after a loss. I hated hearing that stat. I hated it. When the Lightning lost against... Um, Toronto in game one, five to zero. Yeah, it was a cool stat to look at because it he actually did play well. But as time went on, it just wouldn't stop. And I hate hearing about that. I hate hearing about one team constantly because I don't care. Just stop with it. I don't care if it's a team that I like. I just don't want to constantly hear about it because it just gets on my nerves. But... To compare goaltenders for both teams, Andre Vasilevsky has 8 wins, 5 losses, and 13 games. He's a 2.58 goals allowed average and a .921 save percentage. Ior Shesterkin for the New York Rangers. Um, oops, I did something wrong. Hold on. Perfect. Um, Alright, Ior Shesterkin. 16 games played, 10 wins, 5 losses, um, 2.60 goals allowed average, and a .929 save percentage. Before this series, I think Vasilevsky's at like a .929. So same as Shesterkin has right now. It's dropped a lot because of his terrible play. Absolutely abysmal play in net. And then Igor Shesterkin, he's played really well. Um, 
I said it in my Western Conference um, um, episode that's coming out um, before Game 4. I said that I think that Shesterkin is probably the biggest reason why the New York Rangers are actually winning. Because he's playing great. He's playing some of the best hockey you can imagine. Um, he faced 31 shots in Game 2 and 39 in Game um, 1. He had a .935 in Game 2 and a .949 in Game 1. He actually had a .949 in three games in a row. And he's only allowed two goals in the last four games. Or two goals in each of the last four games. It's pretty cool. And then there's a three-game streak. The last two against Carolina and the last one against, or the first one against Tampa, it was 39 shots allowed. It's a really interesting stat to look at. Um, I think it's really cool. Anyways, so um, with the way Tampa has been playing, I really don't see them getting past um, the New York Rangers. And I hate being pessimistic. For those of you who know me, I don't like being pessimistic because I hate the fans that are pessimistic all the time. It gets my nerves. Uh, the only time I'll be pessimistic is when I see that the team is just not playing well no matter what. And it's become quite an issue. So the top three scores on the Tampa Bay Lightning... Nikita Kucherov, 5 goals, 12 assists, 17 points. Victor Hedman, 2 goals, 9 assists, 11 points. And Steven Stamkos, 5 goals, 5 assists, 10 points. For the Rangers, um, it goes Mika Zibanejad, 9 goals, 13 assists, 22 points. Adam Fox with 5 goals, 17 assists, 22 points. And then Chris Kreider, 9 goals, Five assists and 14 points. And I'm going to give a little honorable mention to um, Andrew Kopp as one of the players, but also Philip Heedle, Alexis Lafreniere, and Capo Caco. That kid line has been amazing. I hate hearing the term kid, kid line every single time I put on a Rangers game. The line's been very good. Heedle's been amazing. Lafreniere is playing the way that we all had hoped for. And Kako is just... Uh, he's there. Uh, he's not playing the greatest, but he's there. He's helping. He's a big part of why this team is playing really well. Of course, Adam Fox, part of that kid line in a way. Um, I, don't, I think Lindgren also plays on that line, if I'm correct. It's either him or Schneider. But, yeah. So, all the top three scorers... Um, on the Rangers have more points than Hedman, which is really sad. Um, and this is sad I want to point out because it is a bit concerning to see this. Victor Hedman has a minus four right now. And like I say with every episode where I mention the plus minus, I know it's not the most reliable thing, but when you're looking at it through a defender who should be able to play great defense it's a bit concerning seeing the minus four especially when Andre Pilat has a plus three Nicholas Paul has a plus two um uh, Mikhail Sergeyev has a plus two <laughs> Calfoot plus one Zach Bogosian has a zero Chernak only has a minus one the minus four is a bit concerning and I know that Hedman plays um a lot of minutes but I don't care because he plays with Jan Ruda and he has a plus zero so, yeah. 
Um, the plus minuses are a bit concerning. Um, I'm also concerned with the play of some of the players in the Lightning. Anthony Cirelli has been extremely disappointing, as well as Brendan Hagel. Alex Kalorn with four points, no goals. Extremely, extremely concerning for the Lightning. Because Alex Kalorn is usually pretty solid in the playoffs. He has not this year. Um, Brennan Hagel, they gave up so much for Brennan Hagel. just isn't panning out the way that the Lightning wanted. I think once Palat's gone and he gets more of a top six role, he'll be fine. But still. Um, and then, of course, Anthony Sorelli. One goal, four assists, five points. For a player that's known for getting assists, he's a great two-way forward. And I still think he's playing great on defense. I think he's playing well in the PK. The PK's been really solid for the Lightning um, so far, knock on wood. Um... Australia has not been it has not been able to produce offensively, and it's a, it's concerning to see. I don't like seeing that from a player that is usually really good. Um, now for the Rangers, I'm not concerned. Um, the only thing I'm, concer- I'm concerned about is Panarin only has 13 points, and Strom only has nine. But that's it. I, I don't really think there's anything else to really be concerned about. With the Rangers, maybe Reeves having zero points is a concern, but Reeves is also just there to be a physical presence on the ice and also get on players' nerves. So, yeah. So, between these two teams, like I said, I think the Rangers win this series. Um, Of course, I said that about Florida at 1.2 and then changed. It could change. At first, I said Lightning in 7. I still think Lightning can win it. But right now, it's Rangers in 6 or 7. Um, yeah, I mean... There's not much to say. Uh, for the Lightning, if they want to win this series, they have to be so much better on offense and goaltending. Vasilevsky needs to step up. He is not playing well. And I know there's a long break, but there's no excuse for the way he's been playing. The offense is not there. Kucherov can't score. Stamkos can't score. Um, Sorelli can't score. You don't see Hedman making a lot of plays that are working out. You're not seeing a lot of things happen. And it's a it's 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 concerning. The offense being just away. And I think in total the Lightning have four goals and their Rangers have eight now? Or ten? Ten I think they have ten. No, nine. Nine. It's nine, sorry. That's really concerning. I don't like hearing about that as a Lightning fan, but, you know, I just... There's a lot of negatives with the way the Lightning have been playing, and I know they had a long break, but this is getting pretty worrisome. Now, I think the Lightning have already proved that they're a great playoff team outside of any COVID restrictions happening. That is already... A thing, and I have an episode coming out about are the Lightning a dynasty or modern day dynasty or what are they? Uh, same with the Penguins, and I talk about the Blackhawks a little bit as well. Um, but the Lightning have solidified themselves as a great team. I mean, they've made the Eastern Conference Finals six times out of the last eight years. Very, very <laughs> dominant play by the Lightning. They also have the most. Um, Playoff wins by like thirty since twenty since the twenty fourteen fifteen season. They have like thirty more wins than any other team, which is a, a really cool step to see. And this is when Pittsburgh won two cups, and even they don't have as many wins. So it's it's really cool to see. 
I use StatMuse for that. If you want to look at a lot of like unique stats, you can look on there. Um, even since 2009, 2010, the Lightning had the most playoff wins, and they missed the playoffs four times during that um, span, and Pittsburgh made it every single year. Like I said, I think it's a very interesting site. Um, obviously, I'm not paid to promote them or anything because I'm a very small podcast and a very small YouTube channel. But, um, yeah, so check it out for stats that you might want to learn. They have charts and everything, so it's really cool. But the Rangers, if the Rangers want to make it past the Lightning, they have to make sure they can keep finding Vasilevsky's weak spots and Shesterkin has to keep playing the way he has. I'm going to go back to the Lightning for a second. If the Lightning want to win, the offense needs to get going and learn how to get past Shesterkin. That's such a big thing. They have to get past Shesterkin. That's 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 what they need to do. And even though the refs have seemed a bit biased this series, giving a lot of penalties out um, against Tampa when the Rangers do the same thing, I don't usually complain about refs, but it's been pretty bad. Um... Just as playoffs in general, and I, even when my, even when the Lightning benefit, I'm like that was a stupid call. That should not have been a call. So yeah, um, but the Rangers, if they want to get past the Lightning, figure out Vasilevsky's weak spots some more. Shostakovich needs to keep playing well. The defense needs to be better. The defense is a bit concerning. Um, they played really well in Game Two, I will say. But it's still pretty concerning how many shots they allow on net. Uh, Shesterkin has faced 581 shots this playoffs. And Vasilevsky's faced 430. Um, if I'm, I want to do the math. I did the math before, but that was a while ago. Um, let's see. Calculator. Alright, so... 581 divided by 16. Um, 36 shots on net per game. That's really high. Um, compared to Vasilevsky. Um, let's see. 33. Um, so 33 for um, Vasilevsky, which is still pretty concerning. And then um, 36 for the Rangers. It's a stat you don't want to see. I don't want to see it. It's still really bad, though, <laughs> for both teams, but definitely worse for the Rangers. Just tighten up that defense. Um, make sure nothing gets to Shesterkin. He is bailing the Rangers out a lot. He's winning them games, which I hate when people say that all the time, but right now he is. He's the main reason they're doing it. And then they're also scoring a lot of goals. The offense and goaltending is like they're, what's keeping them along. Defense is not there, but they're doing really well. On offense and goaltending. Um, yeah. So, I want to know what you guys think. Do you guys think the Rangers make it to the finals? Do you think the Lightning make it to the finals again? I really want to know what you guys think. Um, I'm hoping the Lightning make it. But it's just really concerning the way that I've seen them play. Um, I watched all of Game 2. I turned it off for a little bit because the broadcasters were annoying the crap out of me. They were talking about the Rangers, and they were just... It's like they're being paid by the Rangers to say all the stuff they're <laughs> saying. Um, even Biz Nasty, or Biznet, I call him Biz Nasty because that's all, that's all I see him called. Uh, Biz, even he is talking about the Rangers in a good way, and I hate it. I just hate it. Nobody talks about the Lightning in a good way for some reason, but we are also a very... 
uh, we're not an escrow team, I don't think. I don't think they're an escrow team. But they are like 20th in revenue while our Rangers are first. So, yeah. Um, anyways, like I said, I want to know what you guys think, whether you message me or whatever. Um, do you think the Rangers make it to the finals? Do you think the Lightning make it to the finals? Do you think either team will win the cup against the Avalanche? Who knows? But thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys have a great day, and I will uh, see you guys later.